Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. Biden Harris 2021. Let's go. I mean, what is there to fear? I'm from black America, it's just another year You knew to disrespect my overlected puppeteers But let me show you how to persevere Cause get up every time somebody knock you down And celebrate in front of people like they're not around And if they try to build a wall to keep you balling out of bounds Use the best they told you want to keep the fences knocking down Shout it to the Latinos cause hustling ain't illegal We praying to the east of the father, we all are equal But if part of their gon' progress and stopping us get the Latinos Well let me ask the crowd, do one of y'all disagree? Just to chop the city, though, but represent the county Until your voters counted, no, I got to tell them out It's all about the effort and the effortlessly pressure If I'm preaching to the choir, I know they're bound to get the lecture You're with my folks around me, pushing envelopes and boundaries So you won't only hear me, will you found me? I'm somewhere asking questions like, can I be afforded the most? Better answer me with more than a note, I'm trying to tell you It's like the dummy and then all the belief and y'all go, I ain't need no post to like And it's like the dummy and then all the belief and y'all go, I ain't need no post to like This is for the county in the area Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence I'm your host, Jared Lawrence That was Odyssey Never not getting enough. Love that song, man. Check him out if you never heard of him. His name is Odyssey, O-D-D-I-S-E-E. Yeah, I was making sure I spelled that right. But <laughs> Odyssey from the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Shout out to y'all. I see y'all. Definitely wanted to start off on a more positive note. I know uh, my last one with the Waka Flocka was a little down. And then for those who listen to the Goody Mob episode, that might not have been for everybody, but... I had to do a little nerd out one for, for myself. I'm back today with a regular episode. Didn't want to space these two too far apart just because I know the Goody Mob one isn't for everybody. So I was like, let me make sure I come back with a, a regular episode for those who look forward to the podcast every week. Even though I've been inconsistent, I wanted to show y'all I could do a back-to-back. So here I am the next day. Didn't even get enough sleep for this, but I'm back. Shout out to me. And you know what? I might have been lying on that. I think I did get enough sleep. I got like seven and a half, eight hours of sleep last night. It's a good amount. Um, I'm feeling pretty good today, too. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the, the weather. It's in the 70s today. I'm in a much better mood normally. And when it's cold, I'm like lazy. I don't want to do anything. But I woke up today. I woke up at like 10 o'clock. Actually, nine, but I had to put the, the snooze back on to make sure I got close to eight hours of sleep. So I woke up at 10, made some coffee, went and got some donuts, um, did a few things. Went to Home Depot, went to Target, went to the Walmart. You know, I did a few things out here. So I feel like I've accomplished a lot. Did a little cleaning. I ain't gonna lie. I've been a little lazy with the cleaning, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I feel like the weather, man. The weather is what motivates me to want to do all this stuff. So I'm leaving the house. I'm going out and doing things. Stayed in the house all day yesterday because it was my off day. And normally on my, like the first day off, because I get two days off in a row. That first day is like the recovery day where I don't even feel like doing anything. Like I really got to like will myself out to like get out the house and do something. But I didn't want to do anything yesterday. And then, you know, the whole inauguration, some people were scared. I had certain people tell me, oh, stay home, stay home. Don't go anywhere. 
So, you know, just just to ease people's minds, I stayed home. I kept it low. Didn't really have a desire to go out anyway. So I just chilled. I did a little cleaning, watched some TV, did that Goody Mob podcast for those who like the World Party album. Let me know, too, if anybody listened to that one, if you guys are Goody Mob fans. Definitely want to hear from the Goody Mob fans on where they rank the World Party album. But it was a pretty semi-productive day yesterday. Today's feeling a little more productive. Uh, Without further ado, we're going to get into these topics. I'm going to try to keep this episode fairly short. When I say fairly short, I mean like an hour. (laughs) I'm I'm never going to be the guy to give you like the 30-minute episode. I feel like I'm cheating you guys if I come out here and only give you 30. Nah, putting up 20 and 10 every night, which does equal 30, but it's not a 30-minute episode. When I say 20 and 10, that's 20 points, 10 rebounds. So I like to give you guys at least an hour. And then some episodes I'm going to go about an hour and a half too. I think the last one was like an hour 40. So try to keep this one around an hour. I got a list of topics. I'm still not back to notebook Jared yet. Still going off the phone. Because you know what? I write really slow. I don't know if anybody's ever, if you've ever seen me write. Like, I hold my pencil a little differently than most. If you ever want to know how I do it, um, when you see me, just ask me to show you how I hold my pencil or pen. I write very slow, too. So to transfer all this stuff from the phone to the notebook, it just takes a lot of time. It'll probably take me at least 30 minutes to write all this down on the notebook. So I like to just read off of the phone because during the week, what I do is when I think of different topics... I put them on my little notepad on my phone. I don't really put it in a particular order. So normally when I transfer to the notepad or the actual notebook, I write it down the order I want to want to say it in. But uh, this week I wrote down a lot of topics while I'm at work. When I'm bored, I just start writing down stuff that comes to mind and actually got some good topics this week. I have some pretty good ones, but that's the reason why I don't put everything on the notebook. And that's why I'm not back to notebook Jared yet, because it takes it takes time to get everything transferred from the phone to the notebook. And the notebook's the more old school way. Like back in the day when I did Keeping Real Jerry Lawrence, everything was on the notebook. So I'm going to try to get back to that at some point. But sometimes I'm in a rush to do these episodes and I don't have a lot of time to like transfer. So I'm trying to get better at just, you know, condensing things and getting these episodes out without too much post-production and all the editing I do and the pre-planning, you know, I just want to kind of come out here and be okay with whatever the mistakes I make. So that's what we're going to do. I wrote down Centoya Brown documentary. I'm still saving that one for Dominique. So Dominique, if you hear me, me and you, we got to break down that Centoya, Centoya Brown documentary from Netflix at some point. Still trying to get her to watch all Americans. So I don't even know when I'll get her to watch this documentary. Dominique's a funny person. Cause like, I'll ask Dominique, like, I'll send her so many, like, links and videos, like, yo, watch this, watch this. She never watches any of it, ever. So it's hard to get Dominique to do stuff, man. Like, even to come on the podcast, it was a little tough, but I finally got her on. So I'm going to keep bugging her until she watches that documentary, and then we can come here and talk, because I thought it was a really interesting documentary, and I had a lot of opinions. I'll probably have to rewatch it again, too, since it's been so long. Speaking of Dominique, I told y'all, shout out to the... Shout out to the bigger women. I told y'all that I had y'all back when it came to Dominique. Dominique was hating on the bigger women when she was on the podcast. And I told you guys, I got something for you. So from now on, we are not going to allow any hate on my thicker women, 
my bigger women. I just want y'all to know that I love you. Yeah, that's right. I like my girls, BBW. Yes, I love y'all, man. And I want to show y'all love. So from now on, we are going to do that. Whenever somebody's hating, if somebody got something to say, I'm coming back with this. Yeah, that's right. I like my girls, BBW. Yeah, I made that. I made that uh, sound drop out. Shout out to me because I've been working on different sound drops. I'm trying to switch it up. I don't want to play like the same stuff every week on the board. Now, I do have my classics. Like the bomb is always going to stay. I'm trying to get a cleaner bomb for the new year, but they're hard to find. So whenever I find a better bomb, I'll, I'll change it. But the bomb is always going to be there. The applause is always going to be there. Um, the little kids are always going to be there. No R. Kelly here, though. We're going to keep that part in because the kids, I like that little hooray thing. It, I think it flows well for certain instances. So certain things will stay, and then some of them I'll switch up. Uh, the Quiet Leonard laugh might be on its way out, but for now on, <laughs> for now, for now we're going to keep it. Um, and I got a new one that I'm going to play in a little bit. So be on the lookout for new drops here or there. I like to edit. I'm getting, I'm getting better at editing. So I'm, I'm enjoying cutting stuff up and add it in. And that Drake one is like my new favorite. So we're going to keep that one for a little bit and we'll keep adding and deleting. Now I will say Dominic did something good this week. I told y'all I was going to come up with a list of low key date spots. I said, I'm going to come up with a good list of places you can go to on like a first date because on the first date I've said, you don't want to waste a lot of money on somebody you're not sure of. So on that first date, you want to kind of go to a low key spot. That's not going to hit you too hard in the pockets. You want something that's a little reasonable, but not, it's not going to make you look like cheap. It might to some people like the bougie women. Look, if they're super bougie, there's just no way around it. You're going to look cheap. If you try to take them to something that's not like Eddie's prime one twelve or something like that, you know, you're going to, if it's not Fleming's, you're going to look cheap. No matter what you do, even TGI Fridays is not going to work with the super bougie. Now there are some bougie women like Dominique is a bougie woman, but she can come down sometimes to the low key spots. Cause she gave me some good ideas. So I think it's all a matter of like just making sure you're dating the right person. And I would say a good idea or a good, a good thing that will show you if you're dating the right person off the jump is just trying to start out with one of these low key spots. And if they're cool with it, you're on the right track. If they shut you down, that's probably not who you need to be dating anyway. If you're not a baller. And let, let me tell you, we got a pandemic right now. A lot of us are not ballers right now. Now, some of y'all, have made it through unscathed and y'all can still go out to those fancy spots. So this is not really for you guys, but for, for most of us, especially guys, because this is what women don't understand. When you're a guy and you go on dates, that money adds up. All right. If you go on 10 dates, like I did in three weeks, which I don't know, maybe I made, maybe I might exaggerate the number, but if you go on like a lot of dates in a short amount of time, you're going to spend a lot of money if you try to go to these $50 places each time. You know, you can do the 50 for like one or two, but you don't want to do that for 10 dates straight because that's $500 right there. If you don't know math. So you want to make sure you can spread it out to where some of these dates are going to be reasonable. And then, you know, there might be a couple where you you're really into the person before you meet, but you are just vibing off the conversation off a of text or phone. So you might want to spend a little more just to just to get the meet. Just to sometimes you got to secure the meeting. 
All right. You got to secure the meeting because some of these women are not going to go for, like I said, some of them are not going to go for these low key spots. So in order to secure the date, you might have to ball out on that first one, but just make sure it's somebody that you're feeling before you even meet them. Right. You don't want to like waste that 50 on somebody that you didn't even have good conversation with on the phone or your texts were dry. Like the messages, you don't want to waste the 50 on that type of person. So just be aware of who you are taking out. So when Dominique gave me some ideas, cause I asked people like, what were ideas for low key spots? Um, Dominique responded. I came up with some on my own. So the one that the biggest one to me, and is probably my favorite is coffee. I love to drink coffee. As I explained on the last episode, you can sit at a coffee place for hours and talk. You're not rushed. You don't have the waiter coming to pick up stuff. Like you ever been to Kobe's? You go to Kobe's to eat and just look at the timing. Look at how quick you get that plate of food and they start clearing the table. Kobe's is the worst. Like never go on a date to Kobe's because you're rushed. The only time you really get interaction to talk at Kobe's is before the food is being made. But once that chef gets to the table and he starts cooking it up, Bro, he cooks the food. He's making his own jokes, so you can't really get your own stuff in. You can't get your material going. You got to wait. And then once you start eating, I kid you not, the minute they put that plate down at Kobe's, within like two or three minutes, they're already bringing you to to-go boxes. It's something that I've I've noticed before, but I, did, I started paying closer attention to recently. And I'm like, yo, Kobe's is off the chain. How, how quick they get you out of there? Because they want the next group. Like, they're smart. I get it. You're not making money at a restaurant the longer the people who are dining sit there if they're not going to keep buying stuff. So I understand what Kobe's is doing. They want to get your money, get you your food, but they bring you to-go thing. And Kobe's gives you a lot of food anyway, so the to-go thing is necessary. But they want you in and out quick so they can get to the next table because they're not starting the show until that table's full. They're not going to do a a meal with two people. They're going to put all these random-ass people at a table together and then they're going to get the guy and do his jokes and cook the food. Like, it's a, it's a very elaborate um, operation. They're running there at Kobe's, and I respect it. But that's not, to me, that's not a good date spot because you're not going to get a lot of time to talk and get to know somebody. So that's why I prefer coffee because you go to coffee, once you pay, you are kind of like dictating the pace. You don't have somebody coming out to ask you, oh, do you need something else or clearing your table? You sit down, and then when you're at a coffee shop, when you sit down, Bro, you, that's your spot until you're ready to give it up. You got people in there with their laptops doing meetings and doing work. Like people sit there for hours. So it's just kind of the, um, the simplicity of it all, the non bouginess of it all, where you can just relax and go at your pace. But coffee just allows for the most that you're going to get out of a conversation. So to me, I'm a talker. As you can see, I do a podcast by myself or I'm basically talking to myself. So I love to go out to a coffee shop and I get coffee almost every day anyway. So why not get coffee with somebody and be able to talk? I just think, I think you can never go wrong with coffee. All right. You can go wrong with coffee on a date. And I will, I'm going to break this part down because this is very important. When you go out for coffee, you got to know the right spots just because it's coffee. Doesn't mean you can just take her anywhere because there are certain coffee places you might want to go to that. They're going to look at you like this broke, not even broke. This lame ass dude, right? You cannot do certain things. And I've learned this because I tried to do this a couple weeks ago where we were talking about going out to coffee and I said, hey, what about Wawa? 
Now the Wawa worked. It worked for me once. I went out for coffee at a Wawa, but it was like another woman who was a Wawa fanatic like me. So in those instances, it can work if somebody's like really into Wawa. But Wawa's not looked highly upon when it comes to dates, just because when you go to a Wawa, like you see a lot of homeless people and stuff out there. So women are gonna think like you're like lowering their standards trying to take them to Wawa for coffee. But shout out to the women who are down with the Wawa coffee. Y'all are like the real MVPs out here. And you're very, you're showing that you're super regular and not bougie. And I don't mean regular in a bad way. Cause I know some people take regular bad. I think regular to me is just like regular to me is a compliment. It's like, you're a normal person. I don't know why people think regular is such a negative thing, but to me, regular just means you're a normal person. You're not bougie. I don't have a problem with the word regular. And in matter of fact, shout out to skills, man. The rapper skills. He has this song called regular guy. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I love this song because it speaks to me. Like I'm just a regular guy living my regular life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to skills. Look, y'all know how your boy do it. Real simple, ain't a lot to it. Yeah, we all got plans, nigga. But nowadays you gotta get it when you can, nigga. Ain't that the truth? You might think you're ballin', but y'all ain't recession proof. I live my life like a movie, brother. Shot at low budget, but it looked like a blockbuster. Let's go. Shit done got a lot tougher I pushed through the pain, nigga, I will not suffer I wasn't raised like that I get it and I keep it, I ain't gotta make it back Moves when I wanna make that understood So if you fam, consider yourself good I still make it look fly Hell if I lie, I'm just a guy I think that's such a dope song just because it speaks to me. I'm a regular guy, man, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with being regular. We got to bring back regular. We got to bring back being cool, being regular. Like, everybody thinks you got to be flashy and buy flashy stuff and spend a lot of money. We got to make it cool again, especially for these kids out here. Y'all don't have to, like, do stuff out of your character to impress people. Be yourself. If you if you're a regular person, be proud of that. Don't be you know, don't be ashamed. So when it comes to the coffee thing, shout out to the women who are cool with going to Wawa for coffee, but it's not, you know, it's not expected. You want to definitely have something with nice ambience, nice atmosphere. So when it comes to going out for coffee, I got some low-key spots that are still, you know, coffee is gonna be it's not you're not breaking the bank on coffee. Now there are some bougie coffee spots, and I'm gonna name one of them where you're gonna spend like four dollars for a regular coffee, but for a date, that's still a good price. You know, still a good price. You shouldn't be mad at spending $4 for a cup of coffee. You could still get out of that date spending like less than $15. You can even get two cups of coffee and you're still under 15. So don't, don't let the bougie coffee spot scare you away. Cause a date, I feel like your standards can go up a little higher when it comes to coffee. 
So, of course, you have Starbucks, which I mentioned last week. It's a great coffee spot. It's not my favorite coffee, but the the atmosphere of Starbucks is always inviting. You don't feel like you're taking somebody to a, like, cheap place. So, Starbucks, you can never go wrong with that. My second spot, Foxtail Coffee. Foxtail Coffee is this bougie coffee spot we have in Orlando, but it's it's a hipster type of spot. And it's such a popular coffee spot that everybody loves Foxtail. Now, their coffee, to me, it's a good coffee. Don't get me wrong. But for a regular, like, if I'm just going out by myself to get coffee, I'm not going there because I feel like $4 for the coffee is too much. But for a date, $4, I don't mind paying that for coffee. So Foxtail, even a better, to me, a better inside experience than Starbucks, honestly. So Foxtail is probably your best bet if you want to go somewhere for coffee and conversation but you don't want them to like feel like you're taking them to a trashy spot. Now, while I do like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, I'm going to say it's not appropriate for a date. Unless you're somebody like you're dating somebody or going on a date with somebody who likes the Wawa type of atmosphere is cool with that. To me, Wawa and Dunkin', you probably want to steer clear of those two for coffee spots on a first date. Now, if you get to know them and they, they seem like they're all right with that, yeah, but... It's a difference. Look, it's a difference between Dunkin' and Starbucks. And I love Dunkin's coffee. I think it's better than Starbucks coffee when they're on point. Because Dunkin' Donuts, that's another thing. Their employees are not always on point. I don't know if the morale is down in there or what, but you'll go into Dunkin' sometimes and the coffee's just lukewarm. It's not even hot. Like they don't care sometimes. So you always gotta make sure you go to the right Dunkin' first of all. But I think another thing, my issue with Dunkin' Donuts is that I don't think Dunkin' inside the inside of the restaurant is inviting it never seems like Dunkin' like they want you in there for a couple hours chilling every time i go to Dunkin' donuts i feel like they're trying to get you in and out i don't know it just doesn't feel inviting now wawa they don't give a fuck like you can sit out there all night they're not gonna bug you but it's just you're gonna you might have some other people around that you don't really want to be around and look i'm not judging but some people you know they have a certain standard they want on a date. So I would probably, like I said, I would still steer clear from Wawa and Dunkin' Donuts as coffee spots, Foxtail and Starbucks. Yes. Even like the little mom and pop coffee spots, you can do that. But you got to, you kind of got to know your, know your crowd, know who you're, you're dealing with and just know your limits. Like I tried to throw out the Wawa idea to somebody else and it got shut down quick. It got shut down. So yeah, Foxtail and Starbucks, that's that's the move. Um, some other spots, dessert spots are good. I've never tried the dessert spot on a date, but from what I've been told, there's a place called Better Than Sex that serves dessert. And that's another good spot because you're not getting like a full meal. So you're not going to have to worry about paying like 50 bucks. But, you know, you're getting something that will fill you up a little bit and you can still sit down, have a little conversation. I still think you can talk the most or the longest at a coffee spot, but these other places are good for a nice little 30, 30 minute, maybe hour conversation. Cheesecake is also a good spot. I don't know places that just serve only cheesecake. If you go to Cheesecake Factory, you're, you're getting in a little bit of trouble there price-wise. So I would avoid that because that's a four-course meal. I don't even know. Wait, what is, four, what is the four courses in a four-course meal? I know you have like your salad. You have your entree and the dessert. So is the four-course meal like a salad, appetizer, entree, and dessert? 
I think so. I think that's what it is. So, yeah. Cheesecake by itself, yes. Avoid Cheesecake Factory unless you are trying to spend more than 50 Cheesecake Factory probably going to run you about, if you get the cheesecake too, probably going to run you about 75 for both of y'all. Even though they got the best menu and everybody makes the joke, the Cheesecake Factory menu has more pages than the Bible. But just just know, know what you're getting into with the cheesecake situation. Ice cream is also another good one. You can never go wrong with ice cream unless you're lactose intolerant like me, which you might want to chill on ice cream. Only time I really like to eat ice cream is if I know I'm going to be home the next day. I have to be home the next day just to be prepared for whatever happens. And I'm going to get into that in a minute because I had a situation like that earlier in the week where it was, I made some bad decisions. But we'll get to that. Uh, Italian ice is also a good one. Actually, I would probably say for me personally, I would put Italian ice after coffee. Like Jeremiah's, I don't know if anybody's, if you're not from Florida, you won't understand it. But if you're an Orlando person, Jeremiah's is the move. You know what Jeremiah's is. They got the nice tables out there where you can sit too and enjoy it. And if the weather's right, Jeremiah's is amazing, man. That Italian ice there is so good. The strawberry lemonade is probably my favorite there. But you can never go wrong with Jeremiah's. Also, though, it's like a 30-minute, you know, sit down. You're not, there's only so long you can probably sit at Jeremiah's without being ready to go. Because it's not like the same inviting experience like a coffee shop. Like coffee shops, the reason I love the coffee shop is because the inside is always set up for you to like sit for a little bit. Like so they have them nice couches and them chairs and even the outside patio is just a nice experience, man. If you love talking, I think that's the best spot to talk. I've explained why movies aren't good. I've explained about why the restaurants aren't always good for talking. So to me, if you're a talker, go with coffee on the first date. We also have bars. Now I'm not drinking alcohol right now. So bars are probably out of it for out of the picture for me, but if you like to drink, a bar is also a good date spot. It could run you a little bit that. Now, you got to know who you're taking to the bar. Because if, if it's a woman who likes to drink a lot and can handle her liquor, you're probably going to spend more than you would at a restaurant. So, you honestly, I would say don't go to the bar unless it's like a woman who likes beer. If it's a woman who drinks beer, bar is appropriate, all right? But if she doesn't like beer... The liquor is when the money starts hitting. Like, it, liquor is going to cost. So, shout out to all my beer drinking women out there. Y'all are the real MVPs. Y'all are the ones that we can take to the bar. You know, we can split a pitcher and not like money wise, but we can share the pitcher and get enough beer for both of us out of like one pitcher. So, to me, a bar is also a good situation because you can talk a lot at the bar. Uh, you don't really have to worry about being there too long. They might come around, you know, asking if you want anything else. And the longer you stay, you might get hungry. That's the, the risk you run at the bar. You might end up getting hungry and then you want to buy food. And then, you know, when the when you incorporate food and alcohol together, you're getting into dangerous territory. You're getting above the $50 threshold. So just know, know that you're, the bar might be a problem. Now, if you want to go watch football or something, Bar is always great. You might not get a lot of conversation in if you're really into the game, but if you're someone like me and you don't, you only care when your team is playing, you can go to the bar for like a, another game and just kind of enjoy the atmosphere and the talking, but you don't have to worry about like trying to focus on the game. So just, you know, be wary of the, the liquor situation. 
But if it's beer, I say the bar is good. You can get a good conversation. The one downside to the bar is that too much alcohol in you might change your thinking. You might, I would say you might start thinking more sexually the more you drink just because I feel like alcohol brings that out of you. So you're running the risk of going to the bar with somebody, somebody, and um, it starts, you know, the conversation is going to shift towards sex, which is fine. But the woman still might not be down for that. So you might be thinking, you know, you're going to get some and you don't. So be aware of that too. I think at the coffee shop, you have a nice conversation about whatever. It can go in any direction, but at least you don't have alcohol controlling your thoughts. I feel like alcohol can take them thoughts somewhere and that's where the risk is. We also have bowling. I think Dominique gave me that idea. Bowling is a good idea because bowling, you can talk. It's a lot of interaction. It's fun. There's music playing. I don't mind bowling. I will say, if you do like to go bowling, this is something I've been thinking of. Buy your own bowling shoes because it saves so much money when you go to bowling alley if you go a lot, if you have your own shoes. Just like when you go to the skating rink, buy your own skates. First of all, the skates at the rink hurt. So, I mean, I would just say, period, just buy your own skates, which the skating rink is also a great idea. I love to skate. I'm trying to get better at skating. So I would say, yeah, the skating rink is a good date spot. Another interactive thing. You might not be doing as much talking, but, you know, you're doing a little more touching and holding and you know, making sure they don't fall. So maybe if you're trying to work your way up to something, that could get you there. You know, that could be your way to make a move or whatever you want to do. Hold hands, you know. The skating thing can probably help you out a little bit in that department. Uh, miniature golf. Shout out to Dominique on that one. Miniature golf, I didn't even think of. That's another good one. I don't even know what the prices are for miniature golf, but I imagine it's, it can't be that much. And you're you're getting a little exercise out of it. You're walking around. You're talking. You're playing golf. It's a fun, fun activity. You know, you don't always want to go to a bar and go to a coffee shop. So to switch it up sometimes... I would say miniature golf is good. A walk in the park is also a good idea. Now, some of y'all was hating on me. I will say this. I heard from some of y'all that y'all don't like my dating ideas. And you were talking about my dating ideas. I know some of you guys have done that walk in the park. Now, walk in the park is the cheapest date you can think of. Like, you're walking. You're not spending money on anything. So, don't be hating on the coffee idea if you've done the walk in the park. Because the walk in the park is the most low-key... I want to save money idea that you can have. And y'all are not low trying to throw it out. They're like, oh, you let's take a walk in the park. You're not low. Some of y'all think y'all getting away with it, but I still see what y'all trying to do with that walk in the park. Now, with that being said, I still think it's a good idea. But I'm just saying, don't don't come hating on me for saying coffee when y'all are doing walks, walks in the park. Riding scooters is another good idea. Dominique brought that one up to me. I would say my only issue with riding scooters is that you want to make sure you know where you're riding a scooter at. Like Dominique lives in Atlanta, bro. I'm not going on a date to ride scooters in Atlanta and lose my life. Mm -mm. South beach. You can get away with it. The speed limit is very, very low on Collins Avenue. It's like 30 miles an hour. So if you're somewhere where the speed limit is low, I would do the scooter thing, but I'm not going to downtown Orlando and riding scooters. Hell no. And I don't know which scooter you're talking about. Is she talking about the scooter, like the motorized one or the like the motorized one where you sit or that new motorized one where you stand? Because I'm not doing the standing one either. I need to be sitting, but I got to be in the right city to do that. So, yeah, make sure you're in the right city if you're going to ride scooters. 
Dominique said rollerblading in the park. I guess I think I'd rather go to a skating rink to skate or rollerblade just because there's a lot going on at a park. You got people walking dogs, people walking, those people on the scooter. So you don't want to get hit and fall. I would probably I would probably stick to the skating rink for the any type of skating. Dominique said the poke bar. Now, poke is like raw fish. It's a Hawaiian thing. I would caution against that. Just, you know, make sure. Your stomach can handle that before you go to the poke bar. Cause let me tell you, when I was in Hawaii and I had that poke from the supermarket, it was rough for me the next day. So I probably would stay away from the poke bar, but some of y'all might be able to do that. Dominic said tailgating too. Tailgating, um, if you catch the right tailgate, you know, it could be free. But we ha- we don't have any sporting events going on right now, so it's kind of dead for the tailgating. But once things get back to normal, tailgating is fun. I will say that. Cause with tailgating, now don't go to the this is the thing, though. This is I got a caution. If you're going to tailgate, don't go on your first date because tailgating, you're interacting with so many people and you got random drunk people that want to talk to you. You got dudes, a lot of dudes there. You could get your girl stolen at a tailgate. So make sure you're secure in whatever the situation is you have with that person before you go to the tailgate, because you might go there on a first date and then she sees a guy that's cuter than you. And she might fall for him and his personality could be trash, but she's still going by the look. So make sure you're secure in whatever the situation is before you start going to these, these dates with her, a lot of other people that you're going to interact with. You can get somebody stole at a tailgate. You don't want to be the one handcuffing either. Cause you go out there cuffing, you're going to look like a buster. So just make sure you're in the right situation before you take your woman out to the tailgate and women, make sure you're in the right situation before you take a man to the tailgate because there's a lot of pretty drunk women at the tailgate and some of them are very flirtatious. So if you put somebody in that situation, things could go left. Um, Dominique said, damn, she gave me a lot of good ideas. Shout out to Dominique one more time. Last idea she gave me was the ramen spot. I think the ramen spot is a low key Almost fancy, but not fancy spot. But ramen is becoming such a popular thing that you can get away with going to the ramen spot and looking like you're putting some effort in, looking like you're spending a little bit of money because some of the, she said ramen's cheap. Now, I've been to some, I mean, some ramen spots, you're going to spend, I mean, I guess 10 to 15 per person. I guess that's still cheap, but uh, yeah, the ramen spot, I would say the ramen spot's a good first date spot, but it, it's, it also goes back to what I said about restaurants where you might not be able to talk a lot. So you just you run the risk of just focusing on the food and not really getting a good conversation on. To me, on a first date, you want to make sure you get a good conversation because that's going to set the tone for the next dates, let you know if you want to go on another date with that person. You're going to have a good idea of what that person's about. So I would say, yeah, make sure that on that date, you get all, because like I said, dating is gathering information. So make sure you get all the necessary information on the first date to know if you want a second date. And that's why I say go to low key spots first, because if they're worth it, you don't mind spending. But if they're not, you, like I said, if you go on 10 dates and you spend $50, each, that's $500. So make sure it's somebody you want to spend money on because women don't understand it, but dates add up. And this all goes back to the thing I said about money. On I think it was the state of the Jared, 
where people will be like, oh, you're being cheap. And it's like, no, I'm not being cheap. I'm just trying to be smart with my money. Like, this is what people don't understand when you save money, right? People think, they think I save money. And I'm like, uh, what's his name? Is it Scrooge? Scrooge McDuck. And I got this big old vault of nothing but coins. I just want to go swimming all, all day long. They think I'm doing that with my money. And it's like, no, I'm saving money. But this money is still going to be spent somewhere. So, like, I might be saving my money because I don't have to put money into my car. You know, I might be saving money because I have to put money into my house. So the money's still getting spent at some point. It's just you're not wasting it on frivolous things. So whenever y'all want to call somebody cheap next time, just think about what they do with their money and where the money might be going. Because the money's always going to go somewhere. We're not swimming in it. We're not Scrooge anymore. I think it was Scrooge, right? It wasn't Darkwing Duck. I think Darkwing Duck was different. This is Scrooge McDuck who had the money that he's swimming, which when I think about it, swimming in coins does not look like it. It looks very painful. I don't even know why they made that seem like it was the move. Why they made that seem so cool, right? I don't know. With all that being said, and I'm looking at all my list of topics right now, I might have to cut this episode. Like I might have to do two separate episodes because I have, that's only my, the dating thing was only my second topic. Wow. I had 14 topics. So this is probably, I'll probably do one episode today and then come back and do another one at some point during the week. But I'm not going to be able to get through all these topics because I have stuff to do. Which, you know, mind your business. Mind your business. Moving on. I told you I was going to tell you about why eating certain things is rough. All right, I had a rough experience the other day. And this is all my fault. Let me just say that in the beginning. I blame myself. I'm 100% wrong. I went to Taco Bell the other night. I was at work, too. It was a Monday night. And I don't know why I had been thinking about Taco Bell so much. But I told myself, I said, I'm going to Taco Bell after work today. Like, I had it in my head since, like, Monday. Since Sunday, I think I had it in my head. So Monday, I'm, like, talking at work the whole day. Like, yo, I'm going to Taco Bell. I was so excited, too. And you know what? Sometimes it's the little victories in life. Like when you give yourself something to look forward to, it gets you through the day. So like this Taco Bell thing got me through the day on Monday. And that's all I could talk about. So finally, when I get off work, now let me, let me, let me preface this to say like my coworkers, they all told me this was a bad idea. They all said, Jared, do not go to Taco Bell. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. I did not listen. I was like, I'm going. My mind was set. I went after work. I always get like the same thing at Taco Bell too. I get two bean burritos. I get um, two of the cheesy bean and rice burritos, but I get those fresco. So that takes all the like cheese out and it adds like pico. So I, I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing. I'm staying away from like most of the dairy, but I also got the cheese fries, the new cheese fries they bring back every now and then. So I did that. I think that's where I went wrong. I'm not sure, but I think the cheese fries, those nacho cheese fries, that probably was the beginning of the downfall. So I went home, I ate. I felt fine that night. Let me tell you, bro, the next day, the next day when I had to go to work, because that's another thing, I didn't wait until my day off to eat the Taco Bell the night before. I ate it the day before I had to go to work. Let me tell you, this was one of the roughest, extra rough, shout out to Parrish. One of the roughest days of my life. I think, like I said, I think it was the nacho cheese burritos or the nacho cheese fries. 
that set it off. But it was one of them situations where, yeah, let me just let me just say this: like, I am hesitant to go places if I don't know what the bathroom situation is. Like, if I don't know if I'm gonna have access to the bathroom and it's a bathroom that I'm good with, I don't want to really go. But at work, we have a we have a good bathroom situation. You know, we have a cleaning crew that comes in every night and cleans. So it's a good situation. But it was rough for me, man. It was rough. I didn't even think I was wilding with the Taco Bell because, like, I didn't even eat meat. The meat at Taco Bell, I still don't know if that's real meat. I think it's suspect. So I always stay away from that meat. Every now and then I've done it, pause. But I didn't even eat the meat. And it was still such a bad experience. So from now on, I don't think I can eat Taco Bell unless I'm like off the next day. It's the same way with ice cream. Like I love Ben and Jerry's, but I feel like I cannot eat Ben and Jerry's unless I'm going to be home the next day. Just because I know I got a good bathroom set up here. I can make moves if I need to. I don't have to worry about somebody else being in the bathroom when I'm trying to go. Like it's just a very good experience for me at my house. So going forward, I would not recommend to anybody eating Taco Bell the night before you have to work. And I think part of it is I'm getting older. I'm 37. You know, I can't eat like I was like I was in my 20s. I can't eat like that anymore. My stomach does not react the same way to things like it used to. So just going forward, I got to be more aware that I got to, you know, be smarter about how I treat my body. And yeah, I just I can't wild out no more. So lesson learned. Moving on, I got a text from my friend. Shout out to Damien. He's been on the show before. Damien's been on the show about three times, I think. Damien texted me and said he wants to come on and talk to me about my dating comments and tell me where I was wrong. Man, this is, let me just get into the whole dating thing. First of all, to Damien and to anybody else who wants to come on here or wants to critique my dating life, I have one thing to say to you. It's my turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. You can talk all that you want hey, to, yell hey, and scream. I, okay, it is my you turn. You lost the game. It's my turn. Yeah, it's my turn. All right. This is me. This is keeping it with Jerry Lawrence, and I talk about my dating life, and I give y'all the game. But everything I do does not. I understand it's not going to work for everybody else. So the way I do things in dating is unorthodox, out of the ordinary, but. I feel like at this point, up until this point, it's working. It's working for me. So all I do is ask you guys to trust the process. I'm not going to speak too much on dating this week on my dating life because there's, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm probably going to have to come on here at some point and address some things. I also know later on in the year, I want to do an episode with Jarrell and Kayla. I need to bring them back on. And I feel like we all, all three of us need to give you guys an update on how our lives are going, what's going on in our lives, because there's some things that have changed for all of us. I think our way of thinking has changed in some ways. So I want to bring them back on. I want to have a big discussion. I want to revisit the whole non-monogamous, all that, see where we are, where we are in our lives, what our situations are, but I'm not ready to give too much information when it comes to my dating life right now. Things are moving. I will say this. The way things are going, I think I might have to buy a Valentine's Day present. 
I don't think the happy Valentine's Day text is going to cut it. I'm not sure, though. It's still early. Still early. But things are moving. Things are shaking. I'm still single, though. I'm still, let me just say that. I'm still single. I still think I want to be single for a little bit. I want to enjoy dating. But I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get away with the I don't know if I'm going to be able to skate through Valentine's Day like I thought I was a couple episodes ago. I don't think I'm going to be able to skate, man. I think I'm going to have to, I'm probably going to have to put a little bit of effort into Valentine's. Like, I'm not doing what the couples are doing. I'm not, I don't know if I got to do a full dinner. I don't know if I have to do all that, but I think I probably got to do more than a text. In a couple situations. Maybe one situation. I don't know. I might be, t- I might be saying too much right now, but. Yeah, yeah, man. We're, I'm going to have to readdress some things later on down the road. My thoughts are changing on certain things when it comes to dating. I need to have a full episode to like do a deep dive, but I'm not ready to do that right now. I'll just say that I might have to, I'm, I just might not skate through Valentine's Day. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave it at that. I'll come back on a later episode. I'll give more. But just know that the way I'm doing things is working. I'm, I'm happy with the way things are moving. I'm happy with my current situation. I like the way my dating life is going. I'm having a lot of necessary conversations. I'm having a lot of good meet and greets where I'm getting to know people. And I'm just getting a feel for what I like, what I don't like, what I'm looking for, what type of situation I might be open to, what I might not be open to. I'm getting a good feel for all of it. And I'm going to come back on a later episode and do more of a deep dive on it and just tell you guys a little bit more, but I'm, I'm not ready to right now. Just want to give y'all a quick update on that. But as I said before, for those who want to give me advice and tell me how I need to live my life and do my dating. It's my turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. You can talk all that you want to yell and scream. It is my turn. You lost the game. It's my turn. It's my turn. I'm doing it my way. Shout out to Usher. My way. I should make a drop for that. I might. I might do the my way drop. I got some words of advice for you guys. As far as these dating apps go, this is a big thing I'm learning. And I think on these two, these next two topics, I'll probably close it out after that. But a big thing I'm learning when it's when it comes to dating is Don't chase anyone on these dating apps. If the conversation is not good, be okay with moving on. All right. Just be okay with moving on. Try to move forward and not like try to move forward and not hit up old people from your past. Because I know sometimes when it comes to dating, it can get a little discouraging and you might feel like, yo, I don't like what I'm seeing out here. I'm going to go back to like what I know. And it, a lot of times man, you reaching out to people that you ain't talked to in forever and you trying to like rekindle it or get the flame back. And sometimes it's done, man. Sometimes the spark is not, you, you can't reignite it. It's done. So just be okay with moving on, but not just from your dating, the, not just from the people that you're not feeling dating wise, but just old situations. The rapper Toby and, and Guigway, who I played at the end of the last show, he has a great, He has a great line that he says, and he says, stop giving CPR to dead situations. Simple as that. Do I need to say it again? 
Stop giving CPR to dead situations. So what I what I mean by that is, as I said before, just like be okay with moving on and not hitting up people that you know are probably not right for you. Think a little clearly. And I think that's the way I'm trying to go dating wise this year where it's like, it was just so much inconsistency in the past that I'm trying not to go back to it because I don't want to deal with that same inconsistency again. Now I'm not a lot. Look, I'm human. I might still fall victim to certain things, but for the most part, I think I'm going to try to just move forward with it and move forward with what I got now and whoever I meet going forward. Like I don't want to, I don't want to go backwards and hit up people from like two years ago. Like, yo, what's up? Like trying to bring it back, trying to revive it. You know, I can't give CPR to that, to that situation. But also when it comes to dating, you got to be okay with if it's not the right person, just move on. Like if, and this is, this is the most like obvious thing to me. Like when you're messaging somebody in the beginning, if they're just giving you a lot of one word answers and not responding not asking you questions back. Yes, they might not be good at texting or whatever. Maybe they're better in person, but a lot of times those are just not the right people for you. I feel like when you're, when you when there's somebody for you, they will engage in conversation. You'll get a little bit, even if they don't say a lot, it's a, they'll give you a glimmer, a little glimmer of hope to make you think, all right, there still could be something there. Like you still want to meet in person, but if they're just like, okay, yes. Like those type of answers, for everything and never ask a question back, move on, move on. Don't keep it going. Just ghost. That's an appropriate time to ghost somebody. I don't know if we had this conversation before on when is right to ghost, but to me, that's, that's the perfect time to ghost. You get out of it unscathed. They're very boring. Anyway, they, they don't know how to ask a question. So you don't have to worry about them reviving the conversation. Once you stop responding, it's over. Like, you don't ever have to worry about them hitting you up because they don't know how to start a conversation. They don't know how to keep a conversation. So those are the ones you, you can ghost and get out unscathed. There's also the situations where you might go out on a first date and it's just not what you thought it was going to be. And that's why I say you go to that coffee shop, you get a good conversation or maybe the conversation isn't good. Maybe the conversation isn't good. And you're like, yo, this ain't the right move either. I would say unless feelings have been expressed, that's another appropriate time to ghost. I don't think, I don't think you should always like, sometimes you owe an explanation. I think if you've had sex with somebody, well, that's another one. Can you ghost after having sex? Hmm. That's a, you know what? I think, all right, this is, this is, I'm making this rule up as I go. I think if it's a fuck buddy situation, you can ghost because you guys don't really talk to each other unless it's involving sex. So you don't have to think about, Oh, I got to hit them up or I got to explain to them. I think if it's fuck buddy, you can just walk away from that whenever you want. You don't need an explanation. There's no contract. You guys didn't make an agreement on the length of time It's just, you know, you hit somebody up now, if they respond, if they hit you back up for sex and you, you know, if you're, if you're planning on ghosting, you probably owe an explanation. But if they never reach out to you and you never reach out to them, I think that's an amicable break. Now, I will say if y'all had an agreement and it's like, all right, we're friends with benefits. If it's friends with benefits that, you know, like, like we said last week, 
that involves a little bit more, a little bit more feelings, a little bit more conversation. So I think if it's friends with benefits, you can't ghost. I think if it's friends with benefits, you owe an explanation. So if you're counting fuck buddies, no explanation, friends with benefits, explanation. If it's a situationship, you know, you owe an explanation. And of course, if it's like a relationship, you owe an explanation. If it's a friendship, you probably owe an explanation too. If there's something with no feelings involved, I don't think you owe an explanation, but if there's feelings involved of any sort, you owe an explanation. Yeah, in those situations, you're going to have to talk it out, but it's still smart to walk away from something if you don't see anything there, any promise or anything. Don't feel bad about walking away from that type of situation. You know, and the thing about ghosting, I feel like we've all ghosted somebody. So it's like when people get mad about being ghosted, it's like, you got to ask yourself, you got to look in the mirror. Have you ghosted before? Because if you've ghosted before, just like you walk in the park, people, if you've ghosted somebody before, I don't want you to tell me that I'm wrong for ghosting somebody. I want you to tell me I'm wrong for ghosting you if you've done it. Because people swear they don't never ghost. And I feel like people do ghost. I feel like everybody is ghosted at some point. Whether you meant to or didn't mean to, like I said, the conversation could be dry. and You just don't feel like carrying it on your back anymore. And you stop asking questions. I've had that many times in these dating apps where I, we match. I'm carrying all these conversations. I'm getting one word answers. And after a while, I might meet somebody else who's interesting. So I say, all right, you know what? I'm going to stop responding to this person. So I give it, I give it up. I'm like, all right, you got it. Hope you find what you're looking for. I'm just saying this in my head. I don't tell them this, but I'm like, all right, I'm done. Y'all can, y'all can do what you got to do, but I'm done with it. A couple other topics I want to get to before I uh, close this out. The Steelers signed Dwayne Haskins to a one-year deal. Now, this is a pretty big deal to me because I predicted this, first of all. Predicted this when he got released from Washington. I don't know if I said it on here, but I definitely said it on Facebook. I said, the Steelers is an ideal fit for Dwayne Haskins. And I said, it's an ideal fit because he's young, man. I think he's like 22, 23, so he's still young. The Steelers, we only signed him to a one-year deal. So it's low risk, high reward. Ben Roethlisberger's in his last year of his contract. And with this, the reason I like this deal so much is, one, we're doing it in January. So he gets the whole offseason to work out with the team, see how we do things, learn the playbook. We're not signing him like training camp where he has to rush and learn everything. He has a whole offseason to learn everything. We have veteran leadership around him that can show him the right way to do things. He's Hopefully he's learned from his mistakes in Washington because, you know, he got released one, because he wasn't playing well, but two, because he was walking around. He was at a party with no mask with some women, scantily clad women, I believe. And it just didn't seem like he cared about the CDC guidelines or any of that. So they released him. And I feel like the Steelers are getting a steal here because the only other thing I want to do at quarterback, honestly, is probably draft Mac Jones. I wanted to draft Mac Jones. We're probably not doing that at this point. I think Deshaun Watson, that was going to be out of the picture. Like That was just going to be too much to try to get Deshaun Watson. So to me, the next thing was to get Dwayne Haskins. He's already on a short deal. Maybe we can revive his career. And even if he shows promise and we want to re-sign him, I don't think we got to break the bank to bring him back again 
for a longer term deal, I think we get him at a discount because his stock's probably not going to be high next year. He's probably not going to play a lot because Ben's coming back. So Ben's still the starter. Haskins is learning under him. Maybe he'll get some spot action, maybe some spot duty. Definitely get a long look at him in the preseason. But And he gets the battle with Mason Rudolph and uh, Joshua Dobbs. So if he can't win that competition out for the second string quarterback job, we already know that he's probably not the, the long-term fit. So I think for us to at least get an idea if he's the future for us at quarterback, he has to beat out Mason and Jobs at backup quarterback. Going into the preseason, he should be the number two. If he's not number two, that's a red flag. But if he is the number two, he gets to learn under Ben. Hopefully Ben's going to mentor him and do the right thing, show him the ropes. Ben's made a lot of mistakes in his career. So for Ben, this should be a way for him to kind of go out on a high note, teach this guy the right way, tell him all the mistakes you've made, help him learn from his mistakes, and hopefully he won't make the same mistakes going forward. It's a low-risk, super high reward, man. He was the number, I believe, number five pick. He has a strong arm, too. That's one of the things I like about him. Can make all the throws. Not super mobile, but, you know, Benjamin's not super mobile either. So he still kind of fits into what we do offensively. And we're getting a former top 10 pick for nothing that could still turn into a franchise quarterback. And we didn't have to get a, We didn't have to use a top pick. We got him for free, basically. Like, he's still getting paid, but we didn't have to give up any assets to get him, which is huge. That's huge. You don't really get that a lot in the NFL for quarterbacks. After, what, two years? So I'm super excited. I wanted this. I wanted this to happen. I'm glad it did. And I just look forward to following it in the offseason, seeing how he's doing in OTAs and the training camp and all that. And I, I expect Dwayne Haskins to bounce back in Pittsburgh. I think he's walking into an ideal situation that's set up for him to succeed. If he can't win in Pittsburgh, if he can't uh, make it on this team, I don't think he can make it anywhere in the NFL. So this would be a good, a good uh, show for him. We'll see. My last topic I want to get to is Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. They were both pardoned by Donald Trump. This is a pretty big deal. I will say clap it up for them. You might not be a fan of either, but I, you know, music wise, I'm happy to see them both out. I know Kodak, uh, he was in jail for some pretty bad stuff. Uh, He had weapons charges. He had the sexual assault claims. I don't know if he was ever convicted of those, but I'm always happy to see people get a second chance, especially if, if they deserve it. I think Kodak is still a young kid can still show that he's changed can show those changes by how his actions are outside of prison. So I'm happy to see him out. Lil Wayne, I didn't think he really should have been in prison or should have, he didn't go to prison yet. He had a gun charge that he caught, but since he's had so many other charges in the past, he was facing a 10 year prison sentence if, if he was convicted. So Trump did him a solid, he did him a solid. Uh, Lil Wayne has been pro Trump pretty much. Since Trump's been in office, we saw him take the picture with Donald Trump and he, you know, he supported him on Twitter. So I'm not surprised to see Lil Wayne get the pardon from Trump. Kwame, Kwame Kilpatrick also got the uh, pardon. Former Detroit mayor who was involved in a lot of scandal, a lot of misuse of money, had an affair with one of his assistants. He was pretty wild. He was serving a 28 year sentence. He got out after seven. So that, 
that's pretty big for him. Hopefully he's shown that he's changed too. But I think Kodak to me is the one that really has the most to lose, I guess, because he's a young guy. He's a young kid still in his 20s. So I'd like to see Kodak change in his life. And he's a really dope rapper. He's one of those rappers who he mumbles a little bit, but he can also rap when he wants to. Like, he's a really good rapper. And he's made some really good music. I'm going to play one of his songs to end the show. I consider it to be the Florida National Anthem. So we'll, we'll end the show with that. But I'm happy to see those two get out. Oh, those three. Some of the notable ones that didn't get the pardon. We had Joe Exotic, who was denied. I'm not mad at that. Joe Exotic, I don't think, has changed. You can see that he hasn't changed by the way he was acting. They had a limo waiting outside the jail because they just assumed he was getting out. They had a hair and makeup person, a reality TV person. Like, they were going to do, it was going to be a whole show about it. Like, they were going to make it a whole, you know, a whole broadcast. And to me, that's just Joe Exotic going back to his old ways. I'm, I never want to see, you know, people, I'm not happy to see people locked up either, but I'm not sad that he didn't get out. I don't think Joe Exotic has changed. I think what he did to get in jail in the first place was pretty, was a big deal. Like he tried to have Carol Baskins murdered and the plot was so terrible that it was figured out. So he was just sloppy in everything he did. Like I said before, he was playing checkers. Carol Baskins was playing chess. And even with this, he's still playing checkers, man. He still thinks, you know, he runs things and he's getting shown humbly that, um, no, sir, you do not run things. So he's going to be in jail for a little longer. Two that I would have liked to see get out were C-Murder, which, excuse the name, I know it doesn't really speak well for his cause when you're trying to get a guy named C-Murder out of jail, but it is what it is. He was convicted of murder back in, like, 2001, I think, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. And it was supposedly in a club in New Orleans, which they still, I mean, it was a lot of, like, testimony, but nobody really knows for sure if he did it. So just because of the Evans not being strong enough, I think he probably should have been pardoned. He's been in jail for 20 years. So a little sad to see C murder not get out. Um, shout out to my boy, Daryl. He claims to have been in the club that night when the, when the guy was killed, he, he said he didn't see anything, but he claims to have been there that night. So shout out to my boy, Daryl from new Orleans. Mac was another one, another no limit artist who should have, I think been pardoned. I listened to his story on the uh, Louder Than a Riot podcast. Like I said, it was like three episodes on Mac. So they went pretty deep into his story. And to me, Mac should have never been in jail in the first place. He was accused of murder in a club too, but there was no evidence on him. The only thing they found was his gun. He had a gun on him because he was performing in a club and there was a shooting. So he went to, he went to get his gun, I think, and he went back in the club and that's, when he was seen with the gun, but I don't think Mac did it. There was a guy who actually confessed to that murder. And he told like, he went back to the police and confessed and the police are just like, we don't care. We got Mac already. We don't care. So Mac got the charge for that. He's still serving a sentence. I don't know. I don't think it's a life sentence, but I think it was one of those like 50 year sentences. He's been in jail for like 20 years too. I think this Mac case should have been looked at again closely there's a lot of uh, inaccuracies there. I think if they look back at it, probably would have released them. So I'm not a fan of uh, his sentence. And I wish Trump would have at least let Mac out. I, I wish C-Murder and Mac got out, but I definitely wish Mac got out because just seeing his, uh, hearing about his case a little more closely and knowing the, the circumstances, 
I think Mac was unfairly charged in that one. Unfairly charged, unfairly convicted. So sad to see those two not get out. Hopefully with Biden in office, they'll take another look at it, but it's not looking good. It's not looking good, but like I said, I'm happy to see Kodak and Wayne out. Kodak has given us the Florida national anthem. That is no flocking. And I will end the show with that because I feel like what better way to celebrate Kodak coming home than to play one of the best songs that he's ever made. And probably one of the best songs in Florida history. And this is a history lesson for you guys, but this song, no flocking. This is where Cardi B got the idea for Bodak yellow from. And when you listen to no flocking, you'll kind of hear it and the way he rhymes and how he extends his, his words and, some of the patterns and the cadences and stuff like that. So take a listen to this song. It's called No Flocking. It's by Kodak Black. Shout out to him. He's from Pompano out there in Florida. And uh, I will come back with another episode because I still have a lot of topics that I want to get to that I don't have time to right now. So come back. Hope you guys enjoyed the Goody Mob episode. And I hope you enjoy this episode back to back. Look at me, man. I'm looking good in 2021. It's a renewed focus. feel like I'm energized. I always say that. But I feel like I am now. So enjoy this song by Kodak Black. It's called No Flocking. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. So sad. KKK. KKK. Young nigga. I got old cash. Spazzing on the ass. I got product on my whole ass. Got my lab with mad. Pop a nigga like a damn tag. Shopping on the ass. I just bought a new old jack. Yeah, it's so Smoking flocker, you a jackass. All I smoke is gas. Don't you ask me where the pole at? Where your clothes at? I ain't talking about my niggas, damn. But y'all tripping too. Is it you? Damn, my nigga, what the hell got into you? Project baby, y'all was skipping in the hallway. I was skipping school. All my P's and Q's on them chiggas. Call me Jigaboo. Bleeding concrete. Bet you niggas won't come cross the street. Pardon me. Talk to me, I ain't dissing on nobody Be I'm vibing on the beat Honestly, I'm just trying to be I just gotta be Trying to get over on anything They telling lies to me I spent five on my pinky ring She love my diamond ring Ain't no way I'm married to the guy She sell her vows to me I ain't getting on my knees, babe You buy down to me You go down for me You lay down and do the time for me Sorry, boo. Yeah, I lie to you, but don't you lie to me. It's Lakota, the finesse kid. Boy, who hides me? Told the doctor, I'm a healthy kid. I smoke broccoli. I won't run around your whole boy like Monopoly. Oh, boy, use a bow, boy. Flockers got your beat. Chocolate, call me Reese's. Can't catch me without the piece. Say it like me. I'm ten toes down. You falling off your feet. I would trip your Call it Halloween, yeah that money is what I play for Call it lottery, goddamn, use a clown to me Use a clown to me, you can't smoke no black or mild with me Get in a car with me, you a funny guy Don't you even joke around with me How could it be, get from round the G You grounded from me, I'm a free bitch Boy, you hungry.